Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, let's get it, bro. Should be ready any moment. What's going on, guys? I'm Justin from Off The Real Podcast. And today, I caught up on this young man to talk to us. Uh, I know he's always going to spread good vibes. Uh, he's one of the few people in the music industry that uh, there's good things said about, and he has a, uh, you know, just a, a good reputation. So I'm always down for the good guy. And with no further ado, Tyler J, how you doing, man? Man, appreciate you having me, bro. It's about time. I'm glad we got to hook up, man. Uh, Way man, over to make up. I'm chilling. I'm just in the studio right now, as you can see behind me. Uh, I'm in my own little spot right now. So, man, yeah, I'm just chilling, man. Good to be here. Okay. I tell you what, we can um, we can jump into it just like that. Go ahead okay. and tell me about um, the big news coming up. You broke it to me earlier in text. And yeah. I'm glad that well. Man, I got a week left of work like clocking in work and uh after that i'm gonna be full-time studio so if you have any studio time i'm in marlin texas you know hit me up in my inbox my instagram uh at tyler j music official or if you check out my flyer my number's on there as well so yeah i'm gonna be free after this week full-time so man i'm ready i'm excited definitely man salute to you for that and uh appreciate it you know like i said i'll send people to you wish you the best Tell um, tell me and the listeners what they can expect. Uh, why would a rapper want to record with you than going to the other studios around? Man, I definitely like the vibe here. Um, I've been getting a lot of feedback. Uh, the vibe is really good. You know, I'm a, I'm a real laid back person. I'm not going to like pressure you. I'm not going to, you know, get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? We're just chilling, chop up games, stuff like that. You know, I feel like I can mentor a lot of people, give some good advice. Um, my prices are pretty cheap because I'm just starting out. So I'm really trying to do this, you know, work my way up. You know what I'm saying? I can't compete with like the De Niro's of the world, the Dailies, the Sea Walkers. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get there at some point. But um, definitely a reasonable price, good location, good vibe, and just overall good environment. And so far I've had a lot of clientele, you know, especially Marlon has been coming through and Waco is starting to come through a little bit as well. So, yeah, just progress, man. Just trying to trying to get there, you know. I can dig it, man. Salute to that. Um, all right, man. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Um, let's Thank go ahead and go back to the beginning. I know in the Central Texas, a lot of people knows you. Um, you know, our show's all over Texas. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell the people uh, where you're from and how you got into music? Now, man, I'm from, Mar- yeah, I'm from Marlin, Texas, born and raised. I've lived here my whole life. Actually lived in this house for about 20 years of my life. Um, I grew up in this house. Then we moved off. And uh, I actually got to come back after I got married. And so the setup is actually where my dad's man cave used to be. So that's kind of dope for me. Like, of course, I lost my dad in August. We can talk about that a little bit as well. But so being here is just a great, uh, you know, that makes it even better. 
but uh, how I got started was, man, I really don't have like a crazy good story that I can tell. The only thing I can say is uh, a lot of my friends were doing it. My closest homeboys, uh, QBZ and uh, J-Boy Fresh, they had a little group called Get Money Squad. You know, when we were in high school, I was like a junior, I think. And so, uh, you know, they were recording. I remember BZ got in the car one day. And he was like, man, I got this song. I was like, a song? He's like, yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Play it. And so we played it. And like, man, I just was like fascinated by it. You know, then of course they ended up recording it. I wasn't there. And they were like, yeah, we uploaded on MySpace. Yeah, it was that long ago. So I checked it out, man. And, and one day, whoever was taking him to the studio, he couldn't make it. He was like, man, can you take us to the studio? At G, it was actually at Geo's house in uh, Bel Mead. And so, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, I'd love to go. That'd be dope. So I took him. And man, just watching them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always loved music, but I never really wanted to rap. I never really wrote raps. I didn't, I, I never grew up like that. So I don't have like that background or anything. But man, slowly, you know, I, st- I was like, man, I'm gonna try to do a song. So I, I was going through this little relationship issue and I started writing about it. And uh, he played a beat for me. And I was like, man, like, like, what are you gonna do with this beat? He's like, I really don't got nothing. It's, like, it's an R&B type beat and I was like man I'm gonna do something with that and so I wrote the verses and he ended up writing the hook for me it was called Missing You that was my first song and then I dropped it it was Sean P who's like my my homie like we we've done like over 20 songs by now but um Mm -hmm. yeah everybody knows him now but we did that and everybody loved it so I was like you know what I was like I'm gonna do another song then it turned into another song and of course I took it next level but yeah, that's really how I got started. I just wanted to, to fit in with them and, you know, have that vibe with them. And slowly and surely, like 10 years later, this is where I'm at. So yeah, it's kind of crazy yeah. how that happened. I remember seeing you, uh, you know, we, we would always, I think you were in Atlanta recording mm-hmm. with Sammy the right. weekend before I went to Atlanta and worked with Rick. And uh, I remember just missing you and being like, yeah, that's dope. Uh, seeing you do a lot of big things. However, I got I got word that um you played a little ball in high school before the whole rapping thing. Ball player, I did. Right? I did everything. Yeah. I did everything. Tell, tell us my sport that. was tennis, though. My sport was tennis. Really? Yeah. Okay. My daughter plays tennis. Yeah, yeah. We we put in a lot of work on the court. <laughs> yeah, I, I did everything, but um, tennis was my go-to. Um, I found that like in junior high. Uh, my mom actually has a huge tennis background. She was like really good. Uh, she had a wreck when she was in high school, so I kind of took her out the the tennis game. But I picked it up, and actually I won district my junior and senior year, and um, I went to regionals. I didn't make the state. Um, I um I went to when I was in Temple College. I actually tried out for the team, and so yeah, yeah I got a little bit of experience. Not you know nothing crazy, but yeah, tennis was my go-to. I was good at a lot of stuff. I wasn't really great. At anything, I just try to stay busy. So it yeah. kind of helped me get through school a lot better. I hear you, man. I hear you. All right, let's talk about um, kind of, okay, you're doing music. You're kind of, uh, t- when was the first thing, uh, what was the first thing that happened in music where you thought, okay, uh, you know, I see some trajectory? Hold up, I can't hear you. Is that better? Let me try to fix this. All right, we're good. 
All right. What was the uh, what was the first thing that happened in music that really uh, that you've seen the trajectory of your career start taking off? Man, like when because at first, you know, I dropped two mixtapes and I stopped um, when I got spiritual the first time and I, I wanted I was done with music and I actually went back to school and I dropped out again the in college and then I did I dropped Love Chronicles in 2012. And then, you know, after that, I had a really nice buzz um, as far as the local the local scene. And I remember, like, I was like, how can I take this next level? And that's like the Sammy thing happened. So I was in, uh, I remember I was in Rosebud, Texas. And I actually emailed them. I reached out because he's like my favorite R&B singer at the time. And I was like, man, like, that'd be dope to do a song with him. So I reached out to him, ended up connecting. And that's when I ended up going to Atlanta. So I was like, man, I really want to take this to that next level. And so I feel like that was kind of like my starting point as far as getting to where I'm at now. I feel like when I made that decision to like, okay, I really want to invest in this and put some real money behind it as far as features and stuff like that. Of course, everybody knows me for features now, but that was like the very first step into the trajectory of advancing my career i feel like for sure what is um what's the favorite feature that you've done Ooh, that's a good question that's a good question i've worked with a lot of artists i know everybody's gonna say kevin gates i know everybody's gonna say that but as far as my favorite feature like the favorite artist that i've worked with so far it's probably gotta be sammy like big artists uh, just because we've done five songs by now. Um, over the years, we've done five songs. And we actually had that relationship to where I could reach out to him and talk to him about life. Like, he would call me, and he, I remember he was talking to me about his relationships and stuff. Like, I really haven't had that with nobody else. Like, it's kind of just business-oriented. So I would say as far as a big artist that I've worked with, definitely Sam. That's kind of why I kept going back to him. You know, after the More Than Friends, which was the first song that we did, you know, he always showed love to me on the prices. He showed me love. And I knew he was always going to come through because he was so talented. He could write songs like he's a write a songwriter. He's written for Tank and, and people like that. So he's definitely one of my favorite artists to work with, for sure. I would say Sammy. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, good to hear that y'all got to link up and, you know, get cooler than just on the music. Definitely. Level. Definitely. Yeah. So um, I guess that pretty much, uh, you know, can take us up to now. Um, this new album, how is it different than the past ones? And uh, what went into making it what it is? Man, like I was really done with music. Like I I, I took last year off. Um, I was really out the game. Like I, I deleted everything off. <laughs> I pulled everything offline, like YouTube, Instagram, uh, you know, Spotify, iTunes. Everything was gone. Like I was out. Wow. And then, and then, um, which actually was good because I ended up getting to spend the last year of my life with my dad with no distractions or anything like that. Um, yeah, man, it was kind of crazy how, how everything worked out. But, you know, I had been thinking about it for a while. I always want to do a spiritual album. And, um, you know, I really got a lot to say. And, uh, you know, you know, one thing led to another. I was writing and kind of going back and forth with some ideas like, at first, it started kind of with a love spiritual mix, and then I was like, "Nah, I just really I want to do spiritual, a spiritual album." And so, you know, I invested in the studio around. I think I started doing that around November, um, 
but I had the I kind of had the idea in mind. And then yeah, man, I just really want to do it. So this is actually the first CD that won't have any any love songs on it. Like this is I've done mm-hmm. about 10 projects now. Um this is going to be the first CD with no R&B. I mean, it's got some R&B songs, but no love songs. So I think that's kind of dope for me. It's kind of a progression. Um but yeah, it's, it's definitely got a lot of good feedback so far the people that have heard it um which is really means a lot to me because i really took pride in this project i haven't even dropped the cover yet it drops june 19th juneteenth but um yeah man i'm really excited for it i've got a lot of feedback it's kind of short it's only seven songs but um it's kind of it's not an ep i'm actually calling it an album but yeah man i'm really excited for it and i really want to drop this and it it kind of gave me the inspiration that i needed as far as giving me a reason to come back to music like i really needed something that if i'm gonna come back i need to come back with a purpose and i felt like this is that oh that's really that's a that's very interesting i didn't know that it was uh it wasn't a you know rap r&b album so that's right interesting news um I guess you know I, I don't want to just skip over, man. Tell us about, tell us about how you've dealt with the loss of your dad and uh, the part that he played in this album, and you coming back to music. Whoo, man! Uh, Only if you, you want know, to. I, I think you know. I think he no, deserves no, no. a platform. No, for sure. You know, it, it, like it's gotten. You know, it's gotten better. Actually, yesterday was ten months. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. 10 months ago, he passed away on August 5th. Um, abruptly. It wasn't like he, he had been really sick for a long time. Um, you know, it just kind of happened. It was a, it was a crazy incident. Uh, he got infected at the coast Galveston. Um, and his system just couldn't handle it. You know, um, he was 62 years old. He, uh, you know, he, he went on a fishing trip. He he did it every year, you know, with his buddies. And they went on this fishing trip to Galveston. He was, he was man, he was so looking forward to it. We actually tried not to get him not to go. But, um, yeah, he uh, he ended up getting infected. He, he got, it was July 27th. And I was actually in the card shop. You know, I, was, I started a card channel during that time. I wasn't doing music. And so I remember I was getting, a, I got a phone call from my mom. And she was like, can you come check on him? He's not, you know, he's kind of out of there. He's kind of out of it. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be there in a little bit. So I went and, uh, you know, he was asleep. You know, he, he looked peaceful, you know. So I kind of left him alone, didn't want to wake him. So I went home and got started getting ready for work. You know, I, t- I work overnight, so I went and took a nap. You know, my wife came in and she was like, your dad needs help. He's on the floor. You need to, you know, you need to go over there. And it's kind of like, okay. So I went over there you know and helped him or whatever and uh they ended up calling the ambulance he went to the hospital and um at first it seemed like everything was upbeat you know everything was cool and then slowly they're like yeah he's gonna have to be incubated and put on life support we're like like you know for me like i'm the only child me and my dad are like this so it's like what you know what i'm saying but yeah one thing led to another and it was just kind of you know, without getting too in depth, it was a lot of decision, a lot of decision making that went into it. Um, but yeah, he ended up passing about a week later, eight days to be exact later. And um, but yeah, he 
he always supported the music. Like he's not a fan of rap, but he's a fan of me. You know what I'm saying? Like he always was there at everything. He always had the CD collection, the posters, the ha- I made him a special visor. He loved it. He played golf, so I made him like a golf visor with the Tyler J logo, man. He always wore the shirt. He was like my biggest fan. So on this album, I actually have a song for him that me and Sean did. It's called Lost It All. And uh, I think it's number three on the project, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, he definitely was a huge, a huge inspiration for this project. Like I really, you know, I know he wanted me to do it. Because I remember when I stopped, he was like, he was like, you know, that's your dream. And I was like, yeah, you know, but I, I just told him it wasn't working out. I didn't tell him, like, I fell off, like, as far as relapsing on, on liquor. And, you know, I didn't tell him that my music kind of went net into the negative light. I really didn't tell him a lot of things. I just, man, it's not really working out. I'm trying to focus on the girls. You know, I got two two little girls now. So, um, you know, he understood. But, yeah, he was kind of disappointed that I wasn't I wasn't doing the music. So I definitely feel like he would be happy that I'm doing music again. Yeah, one thing, um, I remember seeing posts of uh, you and your pops and stuff and thinking how cool that was. Uh, I think that bond, and I tell people what a good dad does is spread the awareness to other people. I, I think right. I didn't have, you know, my real dad wasn't around when I was younger. And the most important thing to me was seeing how other people fathered their kids and how other people had a relationship with their dad. And that helped have a relationship with my daughter. So I think he doesn't know this, but he did more than he knows. By being a good father to you, he inspired other people to be good fathers to their kids. Facts. For okay. sure. He definitely inspires me to be a good dad to my girls. And try to Absolutely. do what he did for me for, to, to them and give them the same advice and the same type of love that he gave me. So, yeah, he definitely really- left his impact for sure. And I tell – I had a – um my, my stepfather, I call him my pops. I don't even like the term stepdad. He came in when I was like 14, 15. And I tell him, like, um, I can't imagine, you know, taking care of kids that are mine and doing that. And that's such a big thing. And the, I think dads are important. I can't say yeah. enough. Moms are important. Definitely. And uh, salute to your dad. Um, let's, let's talk about the shop. Is that something that y'all bonded on together? Did he get you into that? As far as what? The card shop. No, like I started doing cards. Like I remember, like I really don't have like a story on that either, man. Like I grew up. Obviously, we all did cards. You know, we had. I had some cards when I was little. Uh, I even did like a Pokemon thing when I was like, you know, really little. But um, I remember being on YouTube, and I just somehow ran across it, and I was like, man, that looks kind of fun. I like sports. I'm real big into sports, so. I was like, man, I'm going to look into it, you know. So I ended up finding out about Bankston's in Waco, you know. And uh, I went up there, and I just started talking to the guy. And he gave me a lot of a lot of pointers. And he's telling me about the marketing and stuff. And I just kind of sat there and learned. And uh, I just went crazy on it, man, for like a good four months heavy. Like I started a YouTube channel, started doing the breaks, you know. And uh, it was fun, man. It really helped me. And the crazy thing is the day I was there, the day he went into the hospital, I actually got my logo for the whole Tyler J cards and collectibles thing. And that's the day I actually started. So the day he went in the hospital, July 27th is the day I got my logo. And I started doing breaks a month after he passed, like September 4th or 5th 
was my first break. And then I did that for a good, like I said, three or four months. I was going to Walmart, buying boxes. I was going to the car shop, spending money. Like, it was fun. It, it really gave me a lot of, um, I guess it gave me that escape, you know, from just thinking about everything because it was really hard. And it helped me get through. And I actually remember one night I was, I was like, I couldn't sleep. I got real bad insomnia, no pun intended, but um, like I, I couldn't sleep. So I was like, man, I'm gonna go mess with the cards. And I was like sorting them like by team and like alphabetically by name, like, and like just to, just to escape. Like it just gave me like, you know, for just that one minute of peace, you know what I'm saying? Like I had a, I had a getaway from the fact that I just lost, you know, everything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember actually, when he was in the hospital and they were like, you know, they had to like change him and stuff. And, you know, we got to, everybody kind of went to go eat and, and kind of get away from the hospital for a little bit. And I went to the car shop, like I was there and I, I was telling them like, man, I just, I'm probably not going to buy nothing today. I just need to kind of be here, you know, kind of like a happy place, so to speak. But yeah, man, it really helped me get through it. And if anything, if I never, you know, go back into the card world, like, for just that moment, I'm grateful that I had that because I wasn't doing music. I need, I just needed something to, to kind of escape. And shout out to Flipside because Flipside got into it with me. We did videos together. Like he really, he was there with me, uh, knocking them out. So definitely shout out to him too for, for helping me oh, get through that for rough sure. time. For sure, you already know. Yeah. So man, let's talk about you know. I never miss an opportunity to talk about my daughter, and I know you probably want to. Talk about yours, man. Talk about let's talk about being a father and how um uh, you, is your kids uh are they biracial? Yeah, my wife is uh Hispanic, so they are okay. biracial. Um I have a three year old and a one year old, both girls. Okay, how do all right, they're a little young. Um how are you gonna explain to them, you know, what's going on and how what side are you taking? How 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 are you gonna set the example for them? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, man, I, I stand with it. I'm, I've always been an advocate of it. Like, I posted a video four years ago about Black Lives Matter when we did the Better Day song. And, you know, and that, and that was when it was kind of going on. And then it kind of went away for a little bit. And then, of course, now it's more than ever it's important. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, like you said, they're young. I can't really explain to them now. But, I mean, you already know. Like, anybody that knows me knows what I believe in knows what I stand right. for. So they're going to know, like, I'm going to make sure. And like, we, I mean, they're around like, you know, all different types of races all the time. Like her family's obviously Hispanic. They actually have black races in their family. And of course, like my homeboys are all mostly black race. So when they come to the studio, my girls are in here playing with them. Like they, like bullet yeah. comes through and my, my daughter be playing with him. Like, like for real, like I mean, it's just like they're definitely gonna know what's right. They're definitely gonna be guided correctly, and I'm never gonna let this horrible place, this world that we live in, corrupt them in any fashion. I won't. I won't allow it. As long as I'm here, I'm not gonna allow that. And I know if and you I know, think, if I'm gone, she's not gonna allow it either. So we, they're definitely. No, bro, gonna be I think right. um, I I love hearing you say that, and I think as you know, as as white males, um as white males in an industry that is right. a black industry that, that we, right. that they gave us opportunity to be a part of. Um, right. I think it's important that we take a stand. I think it's important. For and sure. the biggest thing we can do 
is through our kids is make sure that it's they're not going to continue any type of you know hatred and they can maybe have an impact on their friends that can uh you know have a bigger bigger lifetime lifespan but uh exactly. yeah man so tell me tell, tell me about i guess what's coming up what can we expect for the rest of 2020 and uh beyond man i really don't know like i, I know this project is like i said it's dropping juneteenth um obviously i got the studio thing popping now um as far as another project you know we'll see how this does and i might follow up with another one um the, of the same you know the same statute um but yeah man i really don't have any long-term plans it's kind of taking it day by day um one step Beautiful. at a time yeah definitely like um i work on like the way i did this i actually finished this project in a month like i had it in my head but as far as like the recording process, like me and Devin knocked out the first song in March and I was done really at, at the end of April. And then May was kind of like just getting like the cover done, the shooting videos and, and stuff like that. And now June's here and obviously I'm starting to do the promotion runs and um, stuff like that. And obviously it drops in two weeks, but you know, the rest of the year is just it's kind of up in the air. Like I'm gonna be here yeah. in the studio. So I, I got no excuses. I'm gonna have, time to record and time to network with people and um so yeah we'll see man but yeah right now it's just taking it day by day hey i got uh i got an idea how about i bring uh i bring some food from waco to the studio mm -hmm. you invite mm -hmm. bullet and a couple other people and we set up and just do like a food show at the studio we've been talking about that we i'm gonna have like uh -huh. i really want to start doing that yeah i really want to start having like little get-togethers little kickbacks and stuff like that yeah. um definitely uh he actually wants to put something together for my album and i'm like man i don't even know what to do like you know so yeah we might do something we'll, though. We'll, i'll definitely let you know we'll talk off air about the album i got some ideas for sure you. for sure yeah just let me know i'm I'm ready i'm man i'm excited yeah man i'm excited for you and like i said um you know there's not a lot of good people in the industry that's the bottom line uh salute for sure. to you for being a good dude for doing right by people and uh is there anything else you want to say before we head off man shout out to track sounds if you if you don't know who track sounds is he's a producer from houston he actually produced six tracks on this project cashy actually produced the other one he produced a better day but track sounds oh. is a good dude in the industry like how you just said that's why i even thought about him like it, it's hard to find those people and I, you know driving to houston every day was worth it man like i was driving to houston like it was waco like every day wow. almost but um yeah man like he's a good dude he's easy to work with good vibe he gives you the advice that you need he's not biased you know he actually just produced uh i think four songs on the new zero ep the quarantine ep um oh, wow but yeah man he, yeah he's a dope dope producer but yeah man like juneteenth is dropping uh, i'm gonna be dropping some more videos soon uh actually got the trailer coming out i'm gonna drop the cover this week yeah man it's just it's just time it's time to time to get it going for sure well and i appreciate I you having me hey anytime you want to come on i'm definitely going to have you on in a few weeks when the album drops so i can when yes. i just, uh, maybe go over some songs yes. and uh you guys for tyler i'm justin this is off real podcast you guys be positive remember that a positive mentality is kinetic and just chill to the next yes, episode stay focused yes sir you heard him man y'all take care we're out